And now, here's this episode of the Elevating IT Podcast, sponsored by Audit. We are live. Welcome to Weekly Wrap, Weekly Sales Wrap. That's what I'm calling this. But this is also the uh, Elevating IT Podcast. So we're recording live an episode of the Elevating IT Podcast. Weekly sales wrap here. Mike Brooks here with Frank DiBenedetto, founder of Audit and owner of Two River Technology Group. What up, Frank? What's going on, Mike? How was your week? It was pretty good. Got a, got a, you know, it's kind of like last week and the week before and the week before. I don't even know what week we're on. What month is this? June. It's June, right? Uh I can't believe how fast the weeks go by, like day to day. And I actually feel I work harder now from home. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm at my computer like all day. I, like, I'm like, I haven't eaten lunch. So I have to like go eat something real quick and then I'm right back at it. But uh, the days seem to like forever. And then the weeks shoot by and it's already another weekend. So, and uh, happy Father's Day, day to you uh, this week. Same to you. Same Thank to you. you. I mine is 20. How old is your daughter? Your awesome, cute, adorable daughter. She is 11. She thinks she's 20, though. So right. They all, yeah. <laughs> when they turn, uh, I think it was uh, when my daughter turned like about 10 or 11. It was like, okay, she's not. They skip a bunch of years and they're like yeah. 17, 18. These are the fun years, Frank, having a teenager, man. It's I am. Um, and I can tell you, being home, you know, it's given me an opportunity to do some fun stuff like outside with her more than I think I would normally do. And so, uh, you know, she wanted last few months, she wanted to ride her bike. So I, I ended up buying a new mountain bike. The one I had felt a little old, you know, it didn't have the banana seat and the flag, but it was still like, a, you know, I wanted a cooler new mountain bike. So I went to Trek and I got one and I've been riding around with her. And it was like, as soon as I started to like, this is fun riding my bike with her. She's like, I want a penny board. I'm like, well, what's that? Cause I'm, I'm thinking like, is that something I could do with her? And a penny board is like, if you take like the skateboards, probably from the eighties or seven, remember the eighties skateboards that were real wide. Yeah. They're easy to ride. Yeah, yeah. This is like, you know, the thing is like this wide. It's like, I don't know how she even stands on it. So it's a skateboard essentially, but it's real skinny. There's no chance I'm getting one of these. So uh, anyway, wow. so that's, she has that now. So she um, she's been outside, you know, on a penny board. Apparently, that's what all the kids are doing. So awesome. Well, enjoy Father's Day. You know, I'm, I I may see my daughter for five minutes. She stays in her room and plays video games. <laughs> all right. So let's get into our weekly sales wrap. I want to talk about something today that is, um, you know, what I'm going to do, and I know this is impromptu. I'm going to do do a little marketing lesson. Okay. And give a marketing um, suggestion. Like if you're if you're looking for a good marketing book, this is a book I really like called Triggers by Joe Sugarman. Did you ever hear of this book? I've not. No. So it talks about the triggers that psychological triggers that you can use in your marketing and selling. So it's a really good book. Highly suggest it. One of the chapter and each chapter is like another trigger, right? Um, and he talks, it's really cool, really good psychology driven stuff. So number, I'm just going to say number four here is called raising dirty laundry up a flagpole. And what he means by that is if you have an objection or, and, and it doesn't even have to be an objection, but it's a question that you get asked or something that your software doesn't do or your product doesn't do that people want, right? Always 
raising up the flagpole for everybody to see. Always talk about it up right. front because if you wait to address it when they're in the down the down the sales funnel further, it becomes an objection. So he says, raise up the flagpole and just talk about it and, and explain it. So the one I want to raise up the flagpole today is scanning data because it's one of the number one questions we get asked. And right. people ask it for a bunch of different reasons. Some people ask it because they don't want to scan data anymore. They're tired of it. They want to use a tool that's easier and they're done with scanning data. Some people want our tool to scan data. And, there, and there's other reasons in between, but those are the key things. So. I never answer it by saying yes or no. I answer it by asking, well, why do you ask? Because right. half the people want it for one reason, half another. But we want to talk about the folks who want to go out there because there's a lot of them. They, they just want to go out there, plug a thumb drive in, uh, pull data, go back to their office, plug it into their computer and print out a report that's going to sell and do everything for them. Right. And, and that... <laughs> is is what i call a unicorn it's something that doesn't exist you know when, and i've owned a few businesses one of them was a marketing agency and we did a lot of seo search engine optimization and i had some cool tools available to me that were very technical i could put in somebody's website i could put in their competitor's website i could put some code on their website to do some tracking and it would churn it would pull information over a period of time and then i could i could print reports. Now, if I put those reports in front of my client or my prospect, I would not the say because it's too complex. I, as a professional, had to take that and turn it with other things I would find from talking to them into a good sales presentation. There was no shortcut for that. And that shortcut just it, it it never existed and it it shouldn't exist. It's a unicorn. It's it's like everybody wants it but it doesn't exist and they shouldn't want it. And what I mean by that is if I can just plug something in, pull data and spit out a, a, a beautiful sales report, why, why do they need me? Right. Yeah. It, it's, I get paid it, to do something, right? <laughs> what am I, what am I here for? I mean, what am I, I have to do some of the work, right? And number, that's number one. Number two, well, actually number one is that if that tool exists, every, MSP or every marketing agency would use it and all the reports would look the same and there's no differentiation in the report. There's no, you know, fingerprint or footprint that's unique to you, even if the report looks similar. And what do you need me for? Because if that button can be pushed to do that from uh, uh, to your client, your client can just go out and get that tool. They don't need you anymore. Right. So, you know, I didn't mean to monologue there, but that's my take on it. What are you, what are your thoughts? As an MSP. So, yeah. So as an MSP, this this is probably the number one question that we get asked. And I, I think people ask it. It's kind of funny when MSPs, you know, if we're at a booth or, or you know, if someone asks the question, it comes out of the MSP's mouth. And when they actually hear the question, you see a look in their eyes and they almost look like, why did they just ask that? Because like they're asking for the unicorn, right? And they they kind of realize like, there's nothing that does that in its entirety, right? So if we kind of step up, what 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 leads uh, leads to that mentality? I think in in the in the industry, you know, there was a time where 
there was no scanning for stuff, right? You used to have to go in and it was a lot of like, send your engineer in and you would, you would be looking around, you know, let's look at all the workstations. Let's, let's gather up as much information as we could. And if you were good on the sales side, you actually talked to the business owners or the decision makers and you actually listened, right? I mean, we know, um, I think what's cool, you, you mentioned the book and I was going to say one thing I love about those kinds of books is that, like what I, what we do isn't necessarily like driven off of like, I read that chapter, but what's really cool is getting the validation of why yeah. something works when you read it and go, oh, this is why this works when I do this in audit or, or this is why this aspect of audit, you know, it leads to MSP being successful. So I, so I, so I do like that, but I think that somewhere along the line, the, the concept of, you know, taking the old, um, you know, the USB thumb drive, you know, and sticking it into the server and gathering some technical information was a, was a really a great way to shorten the time that it took to do the data gathering. But somehow MSPs took it a step too far, I think, which was, well, I don't want to have to interpret all this stuff because, you know, this, this could take me a while. So I'll just present this to the end user and, you know, they should be able to figure it out. Like, it, it's fine. Um, and then jokingly, after a while, after years of, of, of people doing that, I've, I've heard people say that they just use that as a prop where they come in. I've heard it called the thud factor where, I, hey, well, we don't really go through all this stuff. Like we just show up and we drop it on the desk and it makes this big thud. And we go look at all the stuff that we found. So we, we get that, you know, they get the prospect concerned like oh my god and i almost think like well then what's the sense right like you still have to put together a sales presentation then you're not really you're even if you're scanning the data you're still not using that yeah. so when an msp would ask hey well like how do you get the data in there i said well, what are you doing today right and they usually describe a process that takes like eight hours plus sometimes they go it takes days and i say well why don't you just keep doing what you're doing? And they tell us why, why it sucks. Oh, it takes forever. Uh, the results vary. We don't know if it really works because we change it every time, right? So it works one time and we do it again and it doesn't work. So we change it and then it doesn't work and we change it. And then we, then it works. So we do that. Right. And like they, you know, they say a salesman does what worked the last time. Right. So we, uh, you know, that's what I hear, right? So those are the, the problems that, that we see with the scanning of the data. And really, like you, you call it the unicorn, what they're looking for is, a, is something that can scan everything. And right, I not just that yeah, and I said that conversation, I see what the, the, my challenge was, how can you be holistic in, a, in an assessment? If you can't, uh, approach all the areas or, or loop that in into your sales presentation, you can't say, look, there's, there's 27 areas that are really important, but I can only scan for six. So that's what I, that's, what's here. This, this three inches of data is the six areas that I can scan for. And the other 21, I was kind of too lazy to, to try to, I couldn't figure out how to put it in my presentation. So we're just going to give it to you in a proposal, right? And that's really what ends up happening. So I think the thing was, is, you know, they'd say it takes days, if not, or hours, if not days to put together the presentation. In our system where, you know, we're not scanning the data and we never have any intention of, of, of creating an agent to scan. Now, it's not to say that we, we're not looking at integrating because that's very much in play. 
So there's a little bit of a, a teaser for you know, for the people who are interested. So we have a lot of vendors now who have um, uh, approached us that we're, we're in discussions with. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming down the line. However, audit is never going to create our own agent that scans because you're never going to create an agent that finds out if the uh, current MSP has E&O insurance, right? It's never going to be able to tell you if the firewall has all the security services licensed, right? Or if there's a lock on the door of the data closet, right? That's the kind of stuff that you still have to look for. Now you can scan for some, you can do a business conversation with the other, but the problem is how do you put all that together? And that's what takes hours and hours and hours. The scanning doesn't take the hours, it's all the other stuff. So with audit, if we're able to, to shorten this to about an hour at most, the comparison is, is you could scan for data the way you're currently doing it, miss a lot of stuff and spend eight hours, or you can either do what you're doing or maybe not even scan and maybe go back to doing the business level analysis and then use audit. It takes an hour, right? It's so much more efficient. And the key is, is it makes the sale, right? Our tool will help you actually sell. And that's not just me saying it. That's a lot of MSPs now, you know, putting testimonials out there saying that this works. So for me, scanning is really the data I collect was always and always has been for me to figure out. I look at that stuff and then I use all the knowledge that I have. I act like the doctor and I say, I got to put my education to use. I got to get paid for something. I'm going to interpret this and I'm going to come up with, you know, what the bottom line is here. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I think the the actual scanning of the data is just something that MSP is holding on to because it's something that they were said, hey, you have to do this. But times change. I think it was more relevant when the networks were closed. And, you know, we had 10 years ago, we sold a lot of small business servers, like the whole environment was, you know, inside of an office on a network with a server you could scan and gather almost everything you needed to know. But over time, you know, the email went to the cloud and then Dropbox or, or you know, other cloud services and the files went somewhere else. Active Directory went, went over here and uh, it got, it. you know, it's harder to scan. And many times I have nowhere even to plug this thing in, right? Where am I going to stick this? Hey, you have a server? Nope. Um, I don't know yet. I can plug it into a workstation and I gather one, you know, so uh, that becomes the problem. And I think a lot of MSPs, if I get this right, a lot of MSPs have found that this mentality doesn't necessarily work. Now, there are some other vendors out there. I'm not, we're not going to get into vendor specifics now, but they've, they've got some pretty cool like cloud, um, we'll call them uh, <clears throat> inspectors for a better word, sure, where sure. you can start to pull other stuff in. But even with that, you're going to just get a lot of information into some report and then you have other information from somewhere else. Again, how do you aggregate all that together? And that's really where, you know, where I think audit uh, shines. And, yeah, um, yeah. So. and it's important, you know, I'm, I'm going to emphasize it again. If you as an, as an MSP or as a professional in any industry, look for something that's going to be a button that you can push. And, and I'm talking, you know, again, different MSPs ask the question for different reasons. Some of them want a, a tool like rapid fire. I'll mention them, you know, they want a tool like that because it allows them to go to the forensic level and they know that make the sale first and then you use, use the tools or, or use it as part of your data gathering, but it's, they're not looking for a push button. 
I'm talking to the people who, you know, there are a, a people I talk to regularly. They're usually technical and they can't get past the fact that there is no way to pull to scan that audit doesn't have an agent or that they can't take from whatever they used to scan and pull it into audit and have audit magically make the report together. That's where you come. That's why you get paid what you get paid as a professional. If that tool existed, nobody needs you anymore. Right. I think that, um, you know, the data scanning becomes more important for existing clients, right? But they're your clients now and you have a different opportunity with them because now you have tools that you can roll out and install and script. And, you know, you're usually pulling a lot more information. So, um, you know, you mentioned rapid fire, you know, they've got um, some good tools that if you, if you are in the existing environment, you know, can, you could put in that continue to monitor it. And that makes a lot of sense because you as an MSP can do a much better job at making sure that, you know, things are, are healthy and safe. But I, I've always found um, it's a little tricky with prospects because you have a limited window of time and opportunity with what you can do you know if you come in there and say i need the admin password and i have to get on your server and then um, i'm going to have to adjust the security on the workstations because the windows firewalls i can't it starts to get real intrusive right and i view those as as additional roadblocks for them to say nah i don't want you to do this audit right so i think that you know from a data collection standpoint it, it's sort of funny we talked about this once before but you know, you go in there with a one track mind that like, I must plug this in. I must plug this in. What happens is you don't listen to what the prospect is telling you. Right. So while they're talking to you and telling you all the, all the reasons that they will buy or all the pain points, all you hear is blah, 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 because all you're thinking about is I got to get the admin password. I got to plug this in. I got to run my scan. And then what you do is you gather your data and you show up with your report. And then when you're talking to them, you know what they hear? Blah, blah, blah. You know why? Because you didn't listen to what they told you that was important to them. And you're just, you're, and you're going through like this one track process, your process. I must plug this in. I must gather uh, the data and, and print a report and nothing else is important. And then you're going to get a proposal. And I know because I did this, right? I, I actually lived, lived through that phenomena. And I, you know, I decided this, I got to change this process because you know, again, I'm not, I'm not a natural salesperson and, you know, I was just doing what came natural to me, which is talk tech. And I thought that's why I was there. And you, you miss, there's a miss there. And, and I was losing deals and I was losing deals based on price. And when I was taught not to keep lowering my price, now I had no option. I was, I was like, I'm not going to sell anymore because unless I find the cheapest thing out there, um, I'm not going to be successful. And audit changed, you know, my MSP big time um, because now I was able to sell. And even the deals I didn't get, I gave them something of pretty good value. And we've gotten quite a few clients that were prospects over the years. And we've, you know, doing Robin Robin style drip marketing. They remember it. And, and many of them will come back and say, you know, we, we didn't have the budget at the time and we accepted, you know, the deficiencies that we had, but now's the time or, or our pain has grown to a point. And you're the only one that ever showed this this in a way that we could understand. Everybody else, you know, talked tech and confused us. And uh, you're definitely not the cheapest one, but we we want to revisit. And and I love those stories because, and we've heard that from a lot of our partners now too. 
Um, because you know, you're not going to have a hundred percent close rate, but if you can lose a deal, but position it in, in such a strong way that you've got a really good chance of getting it later on down the line and you just keep, you know, you just keep working that man, there's so much business that's going to come your way. It's uh, you know, and success follows. And at the end of the day, you're doing really good stuff for the SMBs because you're empowering them and giving them the permission to buy from you and they feel comfortable and confident. Yeah. And we're going to um, wrap up in a, in a bit uh, shortly. I want to talk. I mean, we could talk about this for, for the next hour and a half. And we're going to talk about this again. This is an important thing. And again, I'm going to follow the instructions in my book. I'll, I'll give this book recommendation again. Go get it. Triggers. Um, raising the, the raising it up the flagpole. Because we, we need to talk about this. Because I think it's in your best interest as MSP to to understand it's it's there's power in you putting in not, you know, it doesn't have to be eight hours of work. It's an hour of work, right? Like you, you put in the time though to do the quality presentation, do your sales process correctly, go ask questions, try and f figure out what the problems are, ask great questions and they'll tell you everything they need. You need to basically spit back to them to close the sale. You're gonna put together a better presentation. There's a ton of reasons and I wanna leave off with, with one cute, cool one because there's a bunch of reasons. Um, we're gonna be doing a panel with a couple of, uh, a bunch of our, uh, clients, a bunch of our users, um, and one of them is Angel Rojas, who is president and CEO of Data Corps. Uh, he, this is going to just be about. Um, we talk about this all the time. We're calling it selling green boxes, um, and and Angel was, um, you know, we were we were sharing that it becomes that easy, right? It becomes as easy as selling green boxes, and he he had said he literally just got out of a meeting worth $36,000 a year and all the prospect is is getting to compare to other providers are green green box sheets and and if you you know if you're providing technical stuff like stuff you scan or the, you know deep forensic stuff you're providing them them a roadmap for how to fix it themselves right or take it around take you and shop it shop you around or just take it back to the current provider and say hey can you do all this with audit, with a tool like that, or whether you use an audit or not, if you're putting the, the time and effort into putting a really good sales presentation together, they can't take that back and shop you around. They can't uh, They can't do that. So I thought that was a cool, cool email from Angel. Yeah, very cool. So with that said, I think we'll wrap up for today. It's about 20 after, and i like to get you out of here so that you can go on to your next meeting because I... Remind everybody, you're a working MSP as well as the founder right. of Audit. So thanks for being here. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate your time, Frank. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure you are liking our Facebook page, follow, subscribing on YouTube to be notified of these lives uh, when we go live. We, we go live with this every Friday at 2 p.m. You're welcome to join, comment, and we will you know we can do questions and answers live as well. So feel free to do that. And have a great week, everybody. Yep, happy Father's Day to all the uh, gentlemen with kids. <laughs>